0: Hello and welcome to the Carolina Snowflakes podcast, where two Southerners come to terms with their liberal snowflake tendencies. We're your hosts. I'm Amanda.
1: And I'm Jason. And we're here with this week's episode of the Carolina Snowflakes podcast. This one is called Catching Up with Q. And obviously... This is a reference to QAnon mm, and all those that crazy Q. Okay. Yeah, those I wasn't crazy sure. Not the Star Trek Q. Right, As right. I explained before, unfortunately, <laughs> it is not the Star Trek Q.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'd love to do an episode about him, but we're not going to do that here. This is about the group QAnon, and we have already done a episode about them, but it was uh, in October of last year.
0: 2020.
1: 2020. It is our episode number 12. It's called A Definitive Guide to QAnon. Uh, you probably should listen to that uh, before this one, because it is very explanatory of some of the things we're going to go into here. Some developments have happened. Uh, obviously, that was over a year ago, and uh, some things have changed in the QAnon universe, and I wanted we wanted to kind of update everybody. And so this episode is catching up with Q to see where things are at now. Um, spoiler alert, they're even more of a clusterfuck.
0: They're even nuttier.
1: Yeah, so be prepared. <laughs> But I wanted to start this week's episode a little differently than I started the last one. I think a good idea was uh, pose a little hypothetical question and see where, that, see where that takes us. Okay. So, just think about this. So, let's say Mitt Romney was the president in 2020 instead of Donald Trump. Okay. So, Donald Trump didn't win the election. Mitt Romney did. Okay? In that world, put yourself in that world. Okay. And coronavirus hits. Mitt Romney, as we know now, would be pro-mask and pro-vaccine. Because he is. Um, so at the time, if he was president, he would have been pro-mask and pro-vaccine. And he probably would have handled coronavirus way better than the orange turd did. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in that case, where Mitt Romney's out pushing masks and vaccines, do you think there would be liberals kind of flirting with the anti-vax, anti-mask movement?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: I think there would be some.
0: Yeah, for sure. There's, I mean either side's gonna have it's like
1: crazies
0: well not just crazies but like anti-authority mm-hmm. views plus to be honest the anti-vax movement pre-covid
1: yeah i picked up a lot of lefties
0: was the lefties
1: yeah picked really? up a lot of them right you know so- the
0: granolas and the Woo-woo, let's rub some essential oils.
1: (laughs) As the snowflakes, I would love to say no. Our side would never do that. But I think if you're honest with yourself and you really think about that hypothetical, there would be some lefty nutbags who would be super anti-mask and super anti-vax, and they would be loud and annoying about it. For sure. Um, Yes. So I find that really interesting to think about just in general, because that's not what happened. Um, What actually happened was Donald Trump was the president, And all the lefties decided they were pro-mask and pro-vax, and all of the right-wing people decided they were going to go full-on crazy town banana pants.
0: (laughs) Pants on head.
1: Yeah, and just (laughs) run around like lunatics with no masks, yep, and not vaccinating, and dying in droves.
0: Right, Uh, and a significant portion, especially of the extremists of those, mm -hmm. tend to be... QAnoners.
1: QAnon followers. That brings us to uh, the whole topic here is mm-hmm. that Q has morphed. It is not what it was when we ended, when we last left Q in October of 2020. It has evolved. And now it's less about babies and more about coronavirus. Those, yeah. that has taken over the entire movement. Yeah. And so they're so intertwined that it's hard to separate Q from anti vax in general. So, in the vein of catching up with Q, I thought the first thing to do would be to ask the question, very basic, what has Q been up to?
0: It's a good question. It is a
1: good question. The answer is uh, nothing. Oh. Nothing at all. <laughs> um, his last post was December 8th, 2020. Oh. So a couple months after we finished our Q episode, Q stopped posting. Coincidentally, that's when 8-Coon went down, and he hasn't posted since.
0: What do you know? Yeah.
1: So there you have it. Just so we know, for the record, it was at 5.05 p.m., and the last thing he posted was a link. It was a YouTube link. Uh, it doesn't work anymore if you click the link, but there are alternates. You can find the video on other sites, like BitShoot. So I found it there, and um, I watched the video. It's a three-minute long video, and it's... <laughs> It's the song, We're Not Gonna Take It by Twisted Sister. Oh, We're not no. gonna take it. And just like Trump propaganda. Just like Trump looking awesome. Some American flag. Some soldiers. With his, some like, fire.
0: Elevated heel shoes. A bunch of Q-tards. Toupee plastered. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Um. It. It's just that. It's just a propaganda video made by fans. That was the last thing he put up. Great. So that was uh, post- <laughs> That would be post number 4,953 from Q, -hmm. which is pretty crazy if you really think about it. That's a lot of posts. And um, he has posted a few things since our last episode that are of interest, specifically to me, that I think are funny or just crazy. So I want to mention a couple of uh, the Q posts that happened since our last episode. Okay. They're all pretty much the same, but there are some that stick out. So here's one, post number 4,944. This was on Halloween of 2020. Are you ready to finish what we started? Nothing can stop what is coming is not just a catchphrase. Q. He really insists that this nothing can stop what is coming thing. that was He was very stuck on that near the end. Yeah. And it was like a catchphrase, but then he said it wasn't a catchphrase. And he found an organization. There was an organization that had the same initials, so N-C-S-W-I-C. It's some branch of the government. And he found that website and was like, oh, it's really an acronym for this. It's just crazy Q shit. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting post from him because I'm like, what do you mean ready? to? Nothing can stop what is coming. What does that mean? But uh, uh, another one is post number 4933. This was on October 22nd of 2020. And this one says, did Hussein contact Matt Murray in attempt to persuade not to publish? Will Murray follow the truth or buckle to pressure? Ooh. DC Civil War. Watergate times a thousand.
0: Oh, Q. snap.
1: Now, do you even know what that's referring to?
0: Well, I know that they refer to Obama as Hussein.
1: Yes. Q only calls Obama Hussein. So the Hussein in this post is Barack Obama.
0: And I'm assuming the other person was an alleged tell-all book writer?
1: Uh, You're close. Matt Murray, if you Google him, he's either the editor of the Wall Street Journal or... A very famous hockey player for the Toronto, can or the Canadians. I'm going
0: to go with the hockey player. Yeah, he
1: actually gets the most <laughs> results if you Google Matt Murray. He has way more results than uh, the editor of the Wall Street Journal. But I'm assuming Q was referring <laughs> yeah. to the Wall Street Journal not the hockey player. Mm-hmm. But maybe the hockey player was going to write a tell-all book. Who knows?
0: <laughs> He'd be like, you guys will never believe this, but I <laughs> know what Obama did. <laughs>
1: Uh, those were pretty good examples of his like just uh, hyperbole and just over the top crypticness.
0: Did the guy write anything like about um, Obama or was there any kind of book no
1: well, no one knows what he was referring to right oh, like there's so a million. there wasn't
0: actually a they
1: can say he decided not to publish and Q oh. was right because they it doesn't say what it is. That's right.
0: That's how they that's, that's how, how they it, spin it. That's how They're they like, spin it, right? Whether they whether the thing comes true mm-hmm. or not.
1: Right. If something negative about Trump did come out in the Wall Street Journal, then he was right. And if something didn't, he was right. Yeah. That's the way Q set things up. It's so weird. Yeah, it's very manipulative. And then uh, there's another one. This one is really great. This is um uh, this one's the funniest one of them all, I think. So this is Q post number 4913. This was October 20th, 2020. And this one is interesting. It's a picture of Patton Oswalt, the comedian, yeah, taken from his Twitter. Now, on the actual Twitter, it's funny, it's still up. You can see it on Patton Oswalt's Twitter. The caption reads, selfie at the Teen Titans Go movie premiere. Booyah. And it's him and his daughter and his wife in the photo, taking a little selfie at the theater for this movie premiere. Well, the one that's posted on Q's website... Oh, yeah, it's also... It's tagged as... uh, They're at the Chinese Theater in Los Angeles, California. But on the Q post, the caption reads, Went on a hunt and caught this tasty morsel, Booyah, and his little daughter's right beside him. So the implication is there. And then the location is Comet Ping Pong. And if you remember, uh, if you're not familiar, Comet Ping Pong is where Pizzagate happened. That is the place that they... Uh, before Q even existed, we're saying was uh, moving children throughout right. trafficking said, children.
0: Yeah, it was a pizza restaurant. A pizza.
1: It's called Comet Ping Pong.
0: In D.C. In D.C. That mm-hmm. these folks alleged Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. was uh, trafficking children through right. in the basement or something. And
1: a guy went there and shot it up.
0: A guy from North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> went and there. Then
1: in 2019, a guy tried to set it on fire. Yeah. Um, so that so
0: was this post accusing Patton of being yes. involved in child Q, trafficking? Yes,
1: Q basically posted either he photoshopped or someone photoshopped the real Patton Oswalt tweet of him at the movies taking a selfie. Just changed the text and the location to make it imply that Patton Oswalt had gotten this young girl that is his daughter from Comet Ping Pong.
0: That is so messed up.
1: Yeah, and remember, this is October 20th, 2020. How many years after Pizzagate? Like six? Several. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So they're still on that. That's what I found interesting about that one. And it's just, it's funny when you're scrolling through um, Q's posts and you see just all this crazy random stuff and a lot of links, and then all of a sudden there's Patton Oswald.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course you're going like, to stop and be like, excuse me. Out of no one, yeah. What? so.
1: I just found those to be some of the the more interesting posts that he's done since we last left Q.
0: That's nuts.
1: Um, yeah, and his last one is a fan video of Twisted Sister. So.
0: And nothing since.
1: Nothing since. Um, Nothing since then.
0: Well, I do know that although they haven't been Q dropping,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> they've still been gathering.
1: Yeah, they have.
0: Uh, In fact, they had planned a convention Mm -hmm. next month in October um, in Las Vegas. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) To be called the Patriot Double Down.
1: (laughs) All right. Yeah. Well, I like the Vegas pun. I'll give them credit for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They, They were touting it as... The Great Awakening Weekend. Yeah, they've and, been waiting on that. Oh, yeah. And tickets were on sale for between $650 and $3,000. And they were expected to have speakers, including Michael Flynn and 8 uh-huh. Coon website owner Jim Watkins. Yeah. And I'm referring to this in past tense because it got canceled. Right buy caesar's entertainment yeah they don't
1: want nothing to do with it
0: well actually they did
1: mm-hmm. they want the money
0: they wanted the money they they have historically been pretty like hands off in saying right we, you know it's we vegas yeah we host these things it doesn't mean we endorse them but they were getting all kinds of uh-huh. like Social shaming and yeah. phone calls from all sorts of important people, mm-hmm. <laughs> being like, "You cannot let this happen."
1: Well, yeah, I can't these nuts be attached like, to your place? We're in
0: the middle of a pandemic, uh-huh. and these are the same people who spout pandemic mm-hmm. nonsense. You cannot let this happen. Yeah, and so Caesar's was like, "Okay," uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they canceled it. Wow. Yeah.
1: You know, another interesting thing that happened recently is HBO put out a documentary called Into the Storm that's about QAnon, and they all but definitively prove that Watkins is Q, or at least has written a lot of the Q posts by analyzing his own writing and things that Q has brought up. Mm -hmm. It's at least, as far as I'm concerned, beyond a doubt that it's him.
0: I think it probably... Became
1: him. Yeah, I don't know that it was always him, yeah. but it's him now. I think, yeah. or well, it was up until December. Right. We'll see what happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. if, if if anything changes with Q posting, we'll, we'll be sure to let you guys know. <laughs>
0: yeah, we'll stay on top of that. I'm sure
1: it'll be some kind of bullshit. But <laughs> there you go.
0: Honestly, if I could ask Q one question, it would be why isn't Donald Trump president again?
1: Right. Uh, I I certainly think. Watkins, at least both the uh, Ron and Jim uh, have posted a lot about him getting reinstated, but they both quit posting after Biden had been in office for a little while. So
0: it's just been it was a recurring thing over and over and over. They kept predicting these dates mm-hmm. when Trump would be reinstated. Yeah, and I have watched each of those dates come it, and go. uh-huh, and he's still not there.
1: Yeah. I don't know what their answer to that would be. I guess they always turn it around. So it would probably be something like, yeah, that's just proof that the plan is coming. You (laughs) know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, you're
0: right. It
1: somehow proves that he's real because that's how they do with everything. But it's interesting that they probably also would move the topic. Because they're not really that obsessed with baby eating elites anymore.
0: Like the baby eating elites are still kind of.
1: It's part of it.
0: Yeah, I mean it's an it's an undercurrent mm-hmm. that's always there, but it's not the driving it's force also, anymore. It's kind of a rallying cry, right? Too. Like when they, I think when they start to feel that they're falling apart, they mm-hmm. can rally on that. Yeah. On that, like let's save our children.
1: Yeah, I actually have a little bit more info on that than I did in the last one too to update. Um, I learned a little bit about what they think is happening, and it's that, that you can, if you torture a kid and kill it, you can get their adrenaline gland oh, and drink what's called adrenochrome, and that helps keep you young somehow. Right. You may have heard the term adrenochrome before if you've seen the lovely film Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas mm-hmm. yep. or read the book. Um, Hunter S. Thompson made that shit up, like they, that you could harvest an adrenaline gland from a human and use it as a drug. He just made that up. It's not true. There is truth that they can get adrenaline out of human adrenaline glands and they do, but they don't you don't have to be alive for them to get it. You can be dead. And um they You don't use have it. to
0: be a tortured child.
1: No. No, <laughs> you can just get it from a dead body. Good and what Lord. they use it for is to like help restart your heart when you're overdosing and things like that. Right. Um, so I find it really interesting that they that they stole their whole baby eating thing from Hunter S. Thompson. Like, you were leaving that guy for facts? <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, that tells you something about it. But yeah, now they're now they're all on this coronavirus thing. That is the main train. They're anti-vax, anti-mask.
0: Yeah, they they believe that it's a hoax, mm-hmm. or that it's all a plan to control and
1: mm-hmm.
0: make us into sheeples. Sheeples, I guess. Yeah. Uh
1: I had a coworker actually ask this interesting question. He asked, "Well, if." If it's supposed to be mind control, uh, but we all went and signed up and got it, why do they need? They already control us. Why do they need to mind control us if we all went and got the vaccine without them asking?
0: I feel like that is such a good point. It
1: is a really good point.
0: We we're already controlled.
1: Yeah. What do we? What the people who would show up to get your shot to mind control them are already mind controlled by you. (laughs) It's yes. a, it's like a catch twenty two that I would yeah. love to a Q follower to actually answer if there's any listening.
0: I guess they would say yeah, exactly, and we're not going to be a part of that.
1: I hope that's what they would say. I guess, but it's I a don't it's know. a it's a really interesting question because then what would be the point of enslaving people who are already enslaved?
0: So not only though in denying the vaccine and denying the efficacy of wearing masks, they're also just spreading misinformation a lot um, of it. about the disease and about the the Mm -hmm. pandemic and as a result a lot of them are dying
1: yeah and the the numbers are pretty bad
0: yeah and and they're not only just like like dying they're they're going to their graves denying that Mm -hmm. covid is real it's crazy can you fathom no being a Uh q-tip and getting covid you, uh-huh. you you're unvaccinated so you get real sick. You go to the hospital. They come in, tell you you've got COVID. You tell them COVID's a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> then they tell you they got to put you on a ventilator. Uh-huh. And you say it's not real. Yeah.
1: And then you die. And then you die. Yeah.
0: Like, wow. Yeah. Talk about a stupid hill to die on. Right? Like
1: For no reason. Of all hills. And you're leaving the (laughs) rest of your family here to be like, oh, yeah, he was real dumb.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Bobby was real slow. Yeah. (laughs) I mean,
1: (laughs) they're left sitting with that, which is insane.
0: In fact, late August, a guy named Robert David Steele, mm-hmm. who was a former CIA officer turned QAnon nut, uh-huh. died from COVID. Okay, in much the same way that I just described. Wow. Right? And this guy, so Steele has a really fascinating story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you. It's easy to just kind of think like, oh, QAnon and dismiss. Yeah, I think
1: he was just some right-wing nut living out in New Mexico.
0: But he wasn't. Yeah. He really was former CIA. That's crazy. And he was also a former Marine.
1: He knew too much. He did. Yeah. He,
0: in the early 90s, took on a mission of open source intelligence.
1: Yeah, OSINT.
0: Yeah, he literally wrote the book on it.
1: That's crazy. He wrote
0: the book that's used today by NATO mm-hmm. and by intelligence officials. Mm-hmm. Um, he hosted a huge conference in 92. Wow. With like... 600 or something world leaders to talk about open source intelligence he had gotten permission from from the feds to do this
1: for the listeners open source intelligence if you didn't know is uh basically researching things on uh platforms that are open so if i want to do you know research on you as a person and i use linkedin facebook all the things that are open to do my research on you that's that's generally what's called open source intelligence
0: Right, it's gathering of data and information done transparently. Yeah,
1: that's freely and open. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like, well, that unto itself is not so bad. Like, I yeah. kind of think that's sort of cool.
1: Well, it got him thinking into crazy kind of ways, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, after he hosted that first conference, the CIA was like, you're never doing that again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're never doing that again. We dude. don't want people knowing that. Yeah. Um, but so he's like, he was a very smart guy, Mm -hmm, clearly a prolific reader too. um, here's a random fact about him. He was the number one reviewer on Amazon for nonfiction titles. Wow. He was a prolific reader.
1: They had to be.
0: Um, but then, so his like kind of propensity for extremism turned towards the world of QAnon.
1: You know why I think that is? Hmm. Because if you are if you read that much nonfiction, you start to get bored and you start to look for the most extreme shit because that's the only thing that entertains you anymore. You can only read so much about Abe Lincoln and Ben Franklin before you start to want to kill yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: As interesting as it is, you start looking for something more interesting. And when he found Q, it was like, oh shit, this is interesting.
0: Yeah. And he, after finding Q, is one of the reasons why... QAnon and all the conspiracies surrounding it found its way to the mainstream hmm. onto platforms like Facebook. Wow. He he was the kind of connector.
1: Yeah, and he knew exactly how to do it, too.
0: Oh, yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. So he gets COVID. <laughs> yeah. After, um, actually, he claimed to be the first person to ever say that COVID-19 was a hoax. Uh-huh. Um, so he was, you know, not vaccinated, didn't wear a mask, all that. So he gets COVID
1: mm-hmm.
0: and winds up very, very, very sick. Yeah. And on August 17th, he wrote his last blog post mm-hmm. and part of it said, I will not take the vaccination though. I did test positive for whatever they're calling COVID mm-hmm. today. But the bottom line is my lungs are not functioning. <laughs> Wonderful. So he knew he was sick. Uh-huh. He felt like ass. Uh-huh. He was about to get put on a ventilator, but it wasn't COVID.
1: But it wasn't COVID and then no. he died.
0: And then he died. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then so then he dies and of course Q can't just or the Q tips can't mm-hmm. just leave it at that. Mhm. So there's conspiracies surrounding his death. Yeah. Um one is that the reason he died was because the doctors refused to give him hydroxychloroquine.
1: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Which Hello. They mis- needed for lupus misinformation campaign. Right. Um and then others said that he was, you know, snuffed out mm-hmm. by the feds for,
1: for all, running his mouth. All
0: that he knew. Yeah. Um yeah. So it's like Kind of a sad story in a way, because it sounds like the guy was really smart, but went way wrong.
1: Uh-huh, way wrong, scarily he, wrong.
0: Yeah, and he was like on the Alex Jones uh-huh. Info Wars all the time. Right. And before he died, he was actually on a tour, on a speaking tour across mm-hmm. all 50 states. <laughs> <laughs> Why to, not? to talk about COVID and what a hoax it is and... <laughs> um talk about Trump and Trump coming back to being president and all that and election fraud you know etcetera you, know,
1: you know what occurs to me is you said he was the he claimed to be the first person to claim that covid wasn't real mm-hmm. that's kind of like being the first person to die from having a generator inside your house yeah. from carbon monoxide poisoning i don't know that that's something to be proud of
0: yeah congratulations
1: yeah there'll be a or... lot after you and they're all just as dumb
0: so he's on this he was on this tour he uh-huh. was in Florida when he got sick and died and if being on that tour wasn't wacky enough, he was joined on the tour by a guy named Richard Mack uh-huh. who is the head of the constitutional sheriffs
1: can we call him Dick Mack
0: Dick Mac, <laughs> yeah, which is a movement working to radicalize american law enforcement
1: <laughs> yeah let's do it they so, need that so these
0: two were <laughs> wa- yeah. going from state to state. <laughs> Talking about election fraud, COVID's yeah, a that's hoax. Hilarious. Cops should beat we more should, black people. Yeah, we
1: really need them more radicalized. That's the problem with cops; they're too yeah. center.
0: Yeah, I, yeah <laughs> right. They need to beat more.
1: <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, that's about as funny as Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates going around accusing the Democrats of being child molesters. Yes, yes. That's that's a level of irony I can't really even comprehend. Yeah, that's pretty funny.
0: So then he died.
1: Yeah, he did. A lot of them have. Yeah. Well, What I think is interesting is that they haven't all just done violence to themselves, like in this case. Um, There have been some Q followers who have done some violence against other people, and they're very, very dangerous. And we've been making light of QAnon and Q followers this whole episode because a lot of them are goofy, but a small percentage of them are very, very dangerous and have done some really crazy things. So I have a couple of things here that I'd like to mention done by avowed Q followers. That you might not have heard of. On June 15th, 2018, a guy named Matthew Wright drove an armored vehicle that he had made in his mom's backyard to a bridge near the Hoover Dam and blocked both lanes of traffic on the bridge. I remember that. And basically, he yelled at officers. He live streamed himself while he was doing it. Um, They surrounded him like crazy. Um, There was like an hour long standoff. He eventually tried to drive away. They got him with stop sticks. He wrecked his car. Inside of his car, they found two rifles, two handguns, and 900 rounds of ammunition. Dude. And he pled guilty to terrorism charges and serves at least 10 years in prison. Wow. Mm-hmm. On June 11th, 2020, a Boston man led police on a 20-mile car chase while live-streaming himself talking to Q. This guy, his name was Alphus Sliman, which is a weird name, but <laughs> what he said on the video... Uh, It's You can't find the video anymore. It's funny. I saw it around when this happened, Mm -hmm. but I I looked for it and looked for it and couldn't find it. So I'm going to have to just do an impression of him. But this is this crazy man driving down the road. (laughs) Donald Trump, I need a miracle or something. QAnon, help me. QAnon, help me. He pronounced QAnon QAnon because he was that new to the movement. He was so new to QAnon. He didn't even know how to pronounce the name of it correctly. And yet, he took police on this police chase. He was 29 years old. He had five kids in his car, aged 13, 5, 2, 1, and 8 months old. Oh, my God. They were in the car yelling. He was screaming, driving down the road, live streaming that he that Donald Trump needs to be back in office, and it's been too long, and Q promised us, mispronouncing QAnon. The kids can be heard in the background saying, like, we don't want to die, uh, which is crazy. Um, He ended up wrecking None of them got hurt Um, But he did tell them during the chase That the cops were going to come Abduct them and sell them into sex slavery And that he, they either was gonna do that or shoot them and kill them.
0: Wow. Uh huh.
1: Well, I guy. mean,
0: I, I, that kind of, I, I see why the video might be hard to find these days.
1: Yeah, yeah, I saw
0: you're dealing with minors, and yeah, I,
1: when around when this happened, the video was kind of going around, but I couldn't find it anymore. Mm. I'm sure I could if I looked long enough, but I didn't feel like it. I've seen it before. July 3rd, 2020, uh, Corey Hurin, a reservist for the Canadian Rangers, allegedly rams a truck through the gates of the Prime Minister's residence in Ottawa. <laughs> this dude posted all kind of QAnon shit on his forums, and he was also big into the Bill Gates-created coronavirus side of the things. Ugh. And he rams his gate, his truck through the gate of the Prime Minister. He was a reserve player for Canadian hockey team. That's Canadian hockey getting brought it up again. What? i know this maybe q theme. needs to look into that
0: this is a theme
1: mm-hmm. and then august 12th 2020 a texas woman is arrested after allegedly chasing and crashing into a car then telling police she thought she was chasing a pedophile wow cecilia fulbright who was 30 was arrested in waco texas waco <laughs> where dreams come true <laughs> after two drivers reported being chased in- By another driver. One reported being repeatedly rammed by another vehicle. Officers said that Fulbright told them afterwards that she believed the driver whose car she hit was a pedophile and that she was rescuing a young girl from being trafficked. Oh, wow. Her blood alcohol level was at least three times the legal limit when she was arrested. She says she's still a Q follower and that Donald Trump is helping taking down the pedophile ring and that's all she was trying to do.
0: Goodness. Wow. Wow.
1: So that's just a few examples. There's actually been over 79 Q followers that have been arrested since 2018 mm. for violent crimes. 45 of those were on January 6th. The other 35, I guess, would be people who committed crimes outside of that, like the ones I just listed. Wow. And those are just some examples of how these people are violent and dangerous. Yeah. So that's it's pretty extreme. So let's get to where they're at now. Um, I've got this article from recently. You actually sent it to me. It's mm-hmm. a, a very funny article because it looks real. It's on a website called foreignpolicynews.org, which sounds very official. Yeah. And the headline even sounds like something you'd see in like Wired or something, right? It says, Beware the transhumanist, how, quote, being human, unquote, is being re engineered by the elite's COVID coup.
0: And it does. It looks like a news website.
1: That And that headline, like, That could be like hyperbole you would see in another article that would justify itself somehow. Um, So you're like, okay, I'm curious. What's this going to say? And it starts off pretty tame. It says transhumanism is a set of beliefs based on the premise that human beings can be improved by genetic manipulation and or implanting technologies into the brain and body to achieve enhanced capacities. Mm -hmm. Which is a sci-fi trope. I mean, people have been talking about cyborgs since science fiction was invented.
0: I mean, it also has a little touch of reality in it in terms of, like, eugenics and...
1: Yeah, and it has a little bit of touch of reality in in terms of prosthetics. Yeah. Um, We've been giving prosthetic limbs to people for a long time. So this idea isn't very new.
0: And there's always kind of been like a, I don't know, sort of a... Uh, fear sort of yeah. Threat of like government controlling mm-hmm. You know
1: So we're still in rational birth land Birth
0: and, and genetics
1: Yeah th- we're still in rational land But the next sentence takes us off Into where uh, I start th- think we're going to crazy town mm. So transhumanism has a long history As an idea but since 1990 It has attracted serious attention From an increasing number of technology lovers And early advocates Are readily identified Now, that's an interesting sentence. What do you mean technology lovers and early advocates are regularly identified? I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. Do you mean like Elon Musk because he's like on TV not blasting himself into space? Yeah. I'm very confused by what that sentence is supposed to mean. But apparently it's a professional thing here because next they want you to get to know the writer of this article. Mm. (laughs) Oh, good. As part of his research... As an investigative reporter throughout his life, which included writing a comprehensive expose of how the AIDS hoax was perpetrated in the 1980s, in 2001, John Reproport interviewed a Cold War-era propagandist-turned-anonymous whistleblower who had spent decades working for the medical and other cartels to promote their agendas and gain increasing control over the human population.
0: Well, I uh
1: there's a lot in that that
0: is an incredibly long sentence Uh uh-huh but honestly it lost me at aids
1: hoax right so apparently this author his claim to fame is uh writing a comprehensive expose of how the aids hoax was perpetrated i don't know what that means because aids wasn't a hoax
0: um apparently it was yeah
1: who knew and apparently he his name's john rapaport so ignore like don't Look that guy up. He's a piece of shit, apparently. Um, and I don't know. He apparently interviewed a Cold War era propagandist turned anonymous whistleblower who worked for medical cartels.
0: What is a medical cartel? I don't
1: know. I don't know what that means. Yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. But there's a quote from him uh, about it. So this is what the oh. this this Cold War era dude had to say. Okay. He said, look at the medical cartel. Do they ever declare victory? From now until the end of time, they'll be planting stories in the press about the latest medical advance that will make life better for every person in the world. Most of it is a lie, but that doesn't stop them. Until the planet is depopulated down to under a billion people and everyone left is a robot, these cartels are not going to quit. And even then, with a lobotomized world, they'll still push their propaganda. This is 1984 and the people better realize it. The medical cartel they're planning to take over the mind, after which PR won't really matter
0: what okay so what
1: he defines the cartel as government intelligence media mil- medical military and money i don't know what that means either <laughs> but there you go it sounds like just crazy rambling right yeah i have one last paragraph of it and then we're gonna like really rip this apart because it's pretty terrible okay. so however just as the quote aids epidemic when no hiv virus was ever scientifically demonstrated to exist I don't know where he gets that from.
0: Somebody, does Fauci know about that? Yeah,
1: there is zero science to prove the existence of the virus labeled SARS-CoV-2. Instead, this elite coup is being designed and conducted to achieve a profound transformation in the nature of the human individual and human society, including a substantial depopulation. Moreover, the proceedingly rapidly because it entails a complexity and depth that is not easy to comprehend, but it also becomes so preposterous that few people are inclined to contemplate the possibility objectively. So he's admitting there that this is all so crazy that very few people would even listen to it. I'm surprised we did.
0: (laughs) We both read the whole thing. What
1: I find hilarious about it though is this like really blatant contradiction that's in there where they're saying that coronavirus was engineered so that they could turn us into robot people and control our minds, but Mm -hmm. also depopulation. Mm -hmm. What's weird about that is it's not that good at depopulation. If it to get the Earth to under a billion people, coronavirus is not going to do that.
0: Yeah, their their multiple angles don't add up.
1: Right, so it's not going to really work for depopulation, and if it's supposed to be for mind control, I present to you the question I had earlier about Well, the only people who are going and getting the vaccines, minds are already controlled. So the whole thing doesn't make any sense. Also, the whole stuff about AIDS, I don't understand what they're talking about there.
0: Yeah, they're denying that it was ever real, I guess.
1: Yeah, but this is something that Q people would read. This is a QAnon anti-vax news article that you can find.
0: They believe that the virus that COVID was manufactured and that the pandemic was manufactured and that it's all an effort to ultimately reduce the world population and to turn whoever's left into soldiers yeah like genetically modified soldiers what a
1: crazy i mean like for
0: the global elite
1: mm-hmm, who are apparently baby-eating lizard people
0: <laughs> yes
1: and they yes. have Jewish space lasers that start the California wildfires, apparently.
0: I don't know about you, but I don't feel like a soldier.
1: <laughs> I don't either.
0: I don't really look good in camo. I don't feel
1: like I'm a robot either.
0: Um like but, I would rather sit on the couch yeah. than like go to fight. <laughs> so if
1: you have anybody in your life that's a QAnon follower that <laughs> flirts with these ideas, this is the this is where they're at. Yeah. I just wanted to catch everybody up with that. I think it's important that we all understand how fucked up this is. Yeah. Um, and to kind of close it out, I wanted to to say, you know, over a year I've been researching this and following this. I mean, obviously a year ago I was ready to present a report on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel a little bit qualified to answer the question of what QAnon is, mm-hmm. um, because a lot of people want to ask that question, and I've defined it in a lot of ways, a lot of people have, but... I think there's a few distinct categories of things that it is kind of. It's not one thing. I think QAnon's a new thing that we're going to have to come up with a new word for. I can't be the one to do that. Uh, I don't have enough success. <laughs> Maybe if this podcast goes viral, then yeah. we'll talk.
0: Yeah, we're not like famous enough to Yet. to name it.
1: But what I can say is that it seems to be a mixture of these following things. Okay, so it seems to be a cult. Um, If you... A lot of cult experts have written about it in terms of a cult.
0: A lot of people consider it to be a cult just in terms of what it does to followers. Mm-hmm. And and as far as like kind of brainwashing.
1: Yeah. A lot of this really is my, it's less my take on it and less I've seen what experts tend to get interviewed when they talk about QAnon. Yeah. Um, another one is uh, religion. So it, it has a lot in common with a cult, except it lacks the, um, uh, charismatic leader uh you can't say q's charismatic and he's not a leader because he hasn't even posted in since december Mm -hmm. so it doesn't fit cult because of that one thing it's weird um and it doesn't really fit religion because it doesn't have established buildings or uh, exemption or any kind of thing like that an established hierarchy but it does have a lot of religious overtones
0: oh yeah
1: um so you know there are people who look at it as a religious angle another thing that it QAnon seems to resemble are these things called ARGs or alternate reality games. Um a lot of them have been like multimedia, like puzzle finding clue mm-hmm. missions that they do where you search the whole internet. It's like a it's like yeah. a scavenger hunt with the whole internet as your playground.
0: Right. I think we mentioned that in our last QAnon mm-hmm. episode about how it could appeal to people who like to solve puzzles. Right. Or like riddles or mm-hmm. um like, decode things. Yeah, decoding, things yeah, like that. Yeah, there's
1: a lot of these games where, you know, you go to one website and it flashes a Morris code that if you figure out, it takes you to the URL to another one that shows you a QR code that if you scan, takes you to a picture that if you turn the alpha all the way down, you can see another code that takes you to another website and mm-hmm. just keeps going. Um, and those can be really, really fun, and Q is very much like one of those. Yeah. Um, and I think... If you ask people who are experts in ARGs, they tend to think that it, it basically that's what QAnon is and has been from the beginning. It's just one people tend to believe because they're idiots. Um, a psychological operation is another thing QAnon is considered to be. A psyop. A psyop, which is you know, a government operation where they tend to deal with psychology. So they might do a false flag event, if you've ever heard of that, mm. is what would be termed a psyop.
0: Or they think it's actually the government,
1: right? Mm-hmm. That that it's that it's some government entity that's trying to control the psychology of s- some population, or it's,
0: conducting some kind of test, right? Experiment.
1: It's interesting because people have a conspiracies about both that it's a conspiracy out from the left to make the right look bad, or that mm-hmm. it's a psy up from the right to try to confuse everyone on the left.
0: I personally love it every time. The right gives credit to the left, yeah, for for being
1: that smart, that smart. And, yeah, I know because we're and not devious. Yeah, I'm
0: like, thank you, uh, thank you.
1: There's a couple more types of experts that'll tell you something about QAnon. Is that uh, computer security people? Um, a lot of people consider QAnon to just be a massive computer security threat. Mm. If you're if you're Zuckerberg, you kind of look at it that way.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, he's trying, but it's like a financial really. <laughs> computer
1: issue though is what I'm saying it's It's very much focused on computers.
0: It's more of a money issue for yeah. him I think
1: yeah, but it's all centered around this internet and then uh, experts on Russia say that it could be a big uh, Russian way to fuck with us, which they're really good at.
0: they're incredibly good at and it.
1: a lot of them get paid to do it yeah. So could I don't be that. know
0: that it's necessary I wouldn't necessarily say that it is Russia, but right. I could absolutely see Russia being like they're oh, they're not helping it. No, no. They're they are they are they are pushing it right along.
1: Shoving coal right into that engine. That's yeah. that's that's what I think too. And see, all those are very different things, but all of those really describe QAnon pretty well. And I've I've read articles and books from experts about each of those things comparing them to QAnon and they all sort of make sense in a way which means we need a new word um it's a it's a computer cult to religion game PSYOP, russia
0: <laughs> that's that's his password by the way <laughs> yeah there you for go for all logins
1: <laughs> but i think you know I, I, that's what blows my mind about it is that it is such a big massive crazy thing and if You wanted some some other interesting statistics about how many people actually believe this. There are millions. Um, There are millions of Americans that are QAnon believers.
0: Yeah, and the thing, I think the reason why there are so many is because Q is the spectrum,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and it goes from like the mildly crazy Mm -hmm. but uh, good intentioned Mm -hmm. to the extreme far side of. Anti government mm-hmm. militia, sovereign citizens, yeah, can't tell us what to do. <laughs>
1: and a lot of those people don't even realize they're in the same thing as QAnon, exactly, which is even crazier. We There's talked people about
0: that in our last episode, yeah,
1: who have been in QAnon without knowing they're even in QAnon.
0: Your grandmas and stuff on Facebook sharing those mm-hmm. save our children hashtags, and yeah, they don't know they're participating in QAnon, yeah,
1: it's like a we should call it a shit cult. It's like it's even worse than a cult. It's a digital shit cult. That's yeah. my that's I my like word. I like it. I like it. Digital shit cult is my word for yeah. it. They do call themselves digital soldiers. Uh, Mike Flynn tweets about that all the all the time. By the way, and that was another one accused last post was some tweet from Mike Flynn about digital soldiers. Yep. So it's a digital shit fest, and I hate it. And they're dangerous. And we really wanted to bring more awareness about what these people actually are.
0: Yeah, and we'll have to catch up with them again in a year.
1: Yeah, we'll see where they're at again <laughs> in a year. Who knows? Yeah. But this was our, our catch-up, and I think it was a I think it was great. Good job. Yeah. If you thought it was great, and you want to hear more of our episodes, you can find them on our website at...
0: carolinasnowflakes.com
1: Or you can get on Facebook, uh, speaking of Zuckerberg, and you can interact with him, apparently, and us...
0: But not Q. But not Q. (laughs) Facebook.com forward slash Carolina Snowflakes.
1: And if you want to send us an email, if you are a Q follower, I would love, oh God, would I love to hear from you. I have a lot of questions. Um, So I'd love to get an email if you are.
0: CarolinaSnowflakes at gmail.com.
1: gmail.com.
0: Thanks for listening. Bye.